William Shakespeare once said that expectation is the root of all heartbreak. Now that I'm older, this quote just hits different because I understand it much, much better. Life is always the greatest teacher and we can learn a lot if we just pay more attention to our lives. Do you even know what brings your life joy or sadness? Many people are just like leaves in the wind, just being blown around by the tides of life. They are so busy keeping their ship afloat that they don't realize that they are being pulled out to sea. Relationships, partnerships, friendships, scholarships, memberships, ownership. It's not like I have something against ships because, you know, they are really useful in getting you where you need to go. However, without control and direction, ships lose their value. As we navigate the sea of life, we should be as prepared as possible to deal with whatever we may encounter. No captain goes out to sea and is surprised when they encounter inclement weather and rough seas. Like, 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 this was not our agreement, Poseidon. It was supposed to be clear seas. So, we should take the same approach in our lives and be as prepared as we can. Now, there is a lot that you could do and people have done in preparation for life, but as we all know, no amount of preparation can fully prepare you for the journey that is life. And, you know, 2020 has been a real testament of that. Now, what kind of preparation would be able to stand the test of time across different circumstances? The answer is in expectations. Shakespeare knew what he was talking about. A lot of the times we think that we understand something only later in life to realize that we actually didn't understand anything about it at all, you know? For example, the music that we listened to growing up was proof enough that we didn't know Jack or life, about relationships, money, anything for that matter. Now I understand why. See, it's burning me to hold on to this. I know this is something I gotta do, but that don't mean I want to. What I'm trying to say is that I love you. I just feel like this is coming to an end. And it's better for me to let it go now than hold on and hurt you. I gotta let it burn. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you're old enough to get that joke, then you're listening to the right podcast. I mean, I understand now why my mom would just burst into our room, you know, and inquire about you know, a selection of music, you know? Just like... Who is getting the freak on? Huh? Huh? Freak? Who? <laughs> chill, mom. Chill, chill, chill. It's just a song. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what. That was the default phrase. It's just a song. It's just a song. Come on, you know. Or she'd be like, "Boom! You got it bad. You got it bad. 
you better unget it and finish your homework. <laughs> yeah, it's like Usher, you know. So <laughs> I remember when you know we went to this, or my brother and I went through this like reggae phase. We went for some phases, you know, for music, you know, reggae music. And all the times you hear a, a lot of like Rastafari words, you know, Emperor Selassie, you know, Rastafari, all that. You know, so there's a song, I remember what song. And the guy was like, Ja Rastafari. <laughs> Kill my mom. Boom. Rastafari them. Not for you. Turn that off. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> my brother and I eventually, you know, wore her down because, you know, we're boys. I remember this time, you know. That's when I knew she was, you know, losing gradually. Yeah, this song he was like, you know, doom managanja bread. <laughs> My mom just she didn't even burst it anymore. She just opened the door and like, guys, you know your dad is a policeman, right? Just come on man, you know better than that. I'm like, yeah mom, we got it, we got it. I'm sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad. Now it, it was okay to not really understand something at that time. You still survived and are doing okay, at least. I hope. Hindsight is always 2020. So you understand things better now and see things differently. There are so many things that we still don't understand or don't know about. And there's no way to to know everything. The best laid plans of mice and men often go awry and all that. What leaves us or what that leaves us with in terms of preparation is just being able to manage our expectations. Expectations imply likelihood and probability, however high or low. But I feel like now expectation and obligation have become synonymous. People don't like to take risks and that is totally understandable. No one advertises a product with 75% satisfaction guaranteed. You know what I mean? It just doesn't have the same ring. But life is not guaranteed. Life is just a cumulative series of risky decisions. Of course, some more than others. But if we truly accept this fact in our life, then that could greatly increase the quality of our lives. Yeah, quality of life is this is a thing. <laughs> I don't know. But for me anyways, I don't I don't feel like people take that into consideration when they make you know major decisions. Think of any disappointing or emotional event. Most likely they are tied in some way to our individual expectations, you know, trust, love, faith and pretty much any ship word is tied to expectation. Again, this is all from my experience that I'm speaking. Maybe you have a different POV and that's okay. I always consider my time in China as a blessing because you know, I learned a lot outside the scope of traditional education. One useful skill I learned there is how to manage my expectations because I had to else I'd be faced with a lot of difficult times, you know. Life in China never ceased to surprise me. 
There was always something new and different to see, do, go to. Now, since there and our culture differed, it was only natural that my expectations related to the culture changed as well. So, with time, you know, experience, I restructured my expectations, you know, based on what I understood then in my time there to help me to deal with life, like how I should approach things. That plan did not work. There was always some new event or experience that caused me to reevaluate my expectations in the hope, you know, to further fine tune you know, my operation. Like, what? Something is wrong. Like, why? My mind was just blown. Just, it was more like trial and error, or like a debugging process, if you will. There was always internal conflict when life in China did not adhere to my newly established guidelines. Like you guys, you, 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 really? That's what you do? That's what you? That's, that's your response? <sighs> Every time I thought that I had finally understood the ins and outs of life and the culture there, here comes the monkey wrench. You know, I'll give you an example. <clears throat> now, when I when I first got there, you know. Pretty much everything was a culture shock, but the one thing that stood out to me was the spitting, you know? I mean, right now, decades later, it's much better because, you know, as time progressed, China became more open and, you know, they implemented some new rules and regulations to, you know, prevent that. But in Chinese culture, spitting is not seen as like a bad thing impolite or rude you know it's just like you know you're getting rid of waste you know that's only natural so in the west <laughs> spitting is not something that people really do especially in public and you know i don't know i guess it's it has more to do with etiquette and whatever but the point is that it's different now coming from a place a western place where this is more etiquette based and people avoid that coming to China, you know, of course, that was shocking. But I didn't know that, but you know, so I'm on the subway and there's this guy in the line next to me in the queue. And there's a sign above that says no smoking. Everywhere has no smoking, but in China, you know, it's like, yeah, it's more of a suggestion, like no smoking. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> so this guy whips out his cigarette and just decides to take a quick, you know, pull. I'll give that to him. You know, he like linger with the cigarette. He just like, you know, pulled it out. He took one pull and like half the cigarette was gone. I was like, damn. And I'm looking around and the people in the queue, no one is even phased, you know, by that. I'm like, okay, all right. And by the time he took the second pull and the cigarette was done, you know, he put it out and yeah. I'm like, okay, this is life. All right. But that wasn't even the surprising part. <laughs> oh my gosh. The guy, you know, <clears throat> started to cough like <clears throat> something on his chest and started to bring up, you know, phlegm. I just spit right on the floor next to him next to the queue next to me next to everyone because you're in the subway you know oh my god my mouth is you know hit the ground and i'm looking around like i could not be the only one who just saw that 
and no one flinched no one was like oh my god what are you doing no one said anything i was just like i was waiting for the outrage for something but nothing you know and after some time there i realized that this was a regular thing because it was everywhere you would go to restaurants and people would be eating outside and having a ball over time talking haha <laughs> no just be right there in the floor i'm like really that's that's okay maybe i'm imagining things but you know so my expectations going into my whole trip had to be altered and when i managed and i prepared better things you know just fell into place you would say instead of relying on expectations I started to rely on readiness. You can never truly know what's going to happen. But if you focus more on being ready to possibly act, then you then the outcome will always be in your favor. Think of a tennis player ready to receive a serve. They know that the ball will eventually come whenever the opponent decides to serve. They don't know in which direction, speed, or rotation that the ball will be coming. But they are focused and ready to react. On the other hand, you can be like me, you know, and test your wife's response time by letting her think fast and catch some keys. Let's just say I was more worried about the keys. On another note, my wife is the kindest person you will ever meet, just, you know, FYI. And also because I like to keep breathing because she listens to this podcast. <coughs> Our ability to respond quickly and effectively are not that great. When an unexpected outcome arises, most react negatively. Which again is understandable, but that's only because the expectation was there to begin with. That's equal to a tennis player being like... Alright, I'm about to serve this ball to your right side. You better be ready. It's gonna be coming real fast to that right side. Are you ready? You ready? Let's go. Boom! And then he serves it to your left. And you're like, oh my gosh, that dick. Not to oversimplify life and the incredible journey that accompanies it, but it would be no fun if you always knew what direction the ball would go or be coming. There would be no need for training, development. There would be no drive or motivation to be better, to to, to do better. Stop taking the fun out of life with expectation and start putting in work to get ready for the moment, your moment. Life doesn't suck you, do yeah i said it you suck bro now do you want to hit the gym or do you want to hit me i'm definitely not expecting you guys to continue listening to and sharing this awesome podcast because it would be crazy otherwise but if you do then that's totally cool too Having expectations is not all bad, and undoubtedly there are some things that not even expectation can prepare us for. The expected passing of a loved one is just as painful as an unexpected one. Seeing and holding your child for the first time will give you true happiness and purpose like you never felt or experienced before. For everything in between, managing your expectations can be a lifesaver. It will ground you and give you more control of the direction that you want your life to go. Godspeed, bon voyage, and illusion. Till next time.
It's been that voice in your head, BG.